Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. Another episode, yay! <laughs> um, today's episode, I wanted to tell you guys a story, and it's about my background and mainly just being adopted. Um, if nobody knows, surprise! <laughs> but I thought I'd just come on to here tell little snippets of my story. Uh, I do want to write a book about my whole entire life one day, you know, growing up because my upbringing was so dark and hectic, um, not just from being adopted, but like, you know, also my birth parents and everything. And, you know, I, I just thought it'd be nice to come on to here and like tell you guys about it. And, You know, I hope it really does inspire you guys to enjoy life and to, you know, be grateful for everything. Um, Yeah. And like I said, you know, my background is pretty dark and like intense. So I'm going to literally put it in a book one day and everyone can get like the full download on it. Now, in this podcast, I will be hiding names um, and, like, places just for safety and just because, uh, well, you'll know why later on in this podcast. But if you haven't already followed me on Instagram, please do. I have a YouTube channel, a gaming channel, of course, my podcast on Spotify and Anchor and other platforms. And I have a blog as well, a little side business, and I do OnlyFans as well, you guys. Woo! Keep them busy. Yeah. But I will keep uh, my at below for Instagram where you guys can check out my link tree, which will have everything in my bio, and you can check out my YouTube, OnlyFans, and other platforms. And also, if you are... A uh, fan of Yes Style shopping on Yes Style, you can use my rewards code Tanya2020, which will give you a good discount for your checkouts. And yeah, we all love shopping. Woo! Now, getting onto the podcast. Woo! So, I did write down a few pointers for my notes and everything. Right, so. Grab your popcorn, grab your drinks. This is going to be a long, long story. I'm not kidding. Like, seriously, grab popcorn, snacks, drinks. Honestly, it's going to be a long one. So, to begin with, everyone knows that I'm from Russia, of course. It's uh, the biggest country in the world. Woo! Um... And I'm not going to give my, you know, opinions about the politics and society there. That's not me. So please do not ask. I don't. Uh, so I literally was born in Russia. And this was like early 2000s. And I lived in there for five years before becoming adopted. And during those five years, my parents died when I was two, my mom and then my dad when I was four, and literally 
I got adopted like two years after my dad died. No, I think it was, yes, two years. Yeah. And I literally had, I have no memory of anything, you know, under eight years old or whatever. And so I literally lived in Russia five years. I got adopted. Uh, as you can tell by my accent, it's, you know, some people say it sounds American. It sounds Kiwi. I was adopted by Americans. Yes. And everyone's going to be thinking, wow, you lived that lifestyle. Wow. Americans. Wow. Ooh, wow. Ah, interesting. Yeah, it's quite interesting until you hear the whole story. And then you're like, it's interesting to... um you know, like, real messed up. So, after being adopted, I came to New Zealand, and, of course, I did not speak any English. Everything was so foreign to me. Uh, you know, my stepmom, a couple of years ago, I just found out, you know, she was really irritated about me when I was, like, a little kid just coming to New Zealand, because I would not shut up talking. And I know, you know, I've grown up being that quiet child. But, you know, as a little kid, what do you expect? You know, a foreign child comes to a new country. You know, of course, they're going to be like, what is this? What is that? Oh, my gosh. So, you know, everything was foreign to me. And I was a very curious kid when I was a little baby, toddler, or whatever, growing up. And so, straight when we arrived to New Zealand, I would say probably like a month of settling in, after that I went straight into school, straight into a private school, and we know private schools are very expensive, while when you're living with Americans, well, what do you expect? So, I literally went to a private school, uh, many people who know me personally know which school that was, I'm not giving it out, but... It, you know, I didn't really understand a lot and what was happening. And so, to me, I kind of saw it like a big building where people would just meet up and you'd have to stay there for hours. That's how I saw it. And I didn't think I would stay long whatsoever. And making friends, that was like pretty tough. And, you know, I literally was just a chatterbox chatting away to everyone and you know like woo having fun I do remember as a kid when I did go to the private school I told <laughs> everyone that I was adopted and I know many people would be like why would you do that well as a young kid I didn't know what it meant and I could remember I still remember everyone from that private school was like oh I'm so sorry oh I feel sorry and I was like but why? Why? And they were like to me, oh, one day you'll understand. Um, I don't feel sorry for myself. You know, I'm going to use my background as an inspiring, motivational story to, you know, inspire anyone out there to live life to the fullest and to enjoy everything. You know, everyone has different crazy lives. Some have it way worse than me. Honestly, everyone's different. But they felt sorry for me, and, you know, I just kept blabbing on and on about it, 
And I remember this one time when I was a kid in my backyard. I was like, we had a really nice backyard with a pool of. So when you walked out into my backyard, the first thing you saw was like a pool. On the left was the spa pool with shelter, and on the right was like a little pool house. And anyone that like owns a house or with like a pool and a spa, sometimes you'll have. Like a little pool house, which is like a little bathroom or a little like shed area to like store all your floaties or you know pool and spa supplies or whatever. But it was like really pretty. It's none of those like shitty ones. It was like really nice. Had a lot of light in it. And behind the pool, when you looked further out, there was a gigantic lawn and then a tree house on the left. And a little fairy garden in between the tree house and the spa pool, so we had like a humongous backyard, and we knew our neighbors.、Um, and I actually caught up with them when I was going to college. So yeah, that's pretty exciting. But when I was a kid, I literally was roaming around my backyard on the little grass lawn in the back, you know, and I was wearing my little. Princess dress as we all dress up, and I had learnt how to make those paper lanterns. If anyone went to school, you always made those paper lanterns. You know, like ooh, cool Chinese lanterns. And so I made one, and I went outside to like play role play and like imaginary friends and pretend that I was like going through a cool tunnel, whatever. And I just remember my stepmom coming out and being like, "Tatiana," and put yourself in my shoes. If you were like a six to seven year old kid, who literally, literally, you know, was just doing her own thing and then gets yelled like that, you know, that's not a really good impression on a kid's mindset, you know. And so I was like, "Oh, oh, something's wrong. What's up? You know, yada yada." And this is the part that confuses me. She, my stepmom, literally was like, "Did you tell your father that that you're adopted from Russia? You know, whatever." And I was confused because part of me was like, "Well, he's the dad. He would know or something." But all I can remember is literally being shouted at like that, and like I did something wrong. But he knew that I was adopted as well, you know. And then the next thing I know, I was literally pulled into my bedroom, and she got mad. And I had my really nice brown shelf in the corner, and it was like a light beige shelf behind the door. And it was like filled with cute little knickknacks, CDs, books, or whatever. And she got so mad where she, like, got her arm and threw everything off, you know, top to bottom. And I was just standing there, like, frightened as hell. And you can imagine, you know, what that impact has on a kid. And you know, I didn't understand it why she was mad. I didn't understand anything. You know, all I could remember is her shouting. Taking that stuff off the shelf,、um, you know, and telling me to clean it up, <laughs> and so literally, it's just like, wow, wow, <laughs> wow, woman, you know. It's 
really impacted me with that one as a kid growing up and you know there's so much worse things as I get older especially when I turn like 18 19 it's just it's oh and you know after that situation I kind of just kept to myself um you know and I remember as a kid going up and going up into my parents room I was just like curious and again playing imaginary and stuff and I could remember my stepmom saying, you know, clean this or whatever, or, you know, I'll take you back to Russia and no one can, you know, save you or whatever. And this is just from what I remember. I'm not saying it's the truth. And, you know, if she hears this, it'll be something different from her side. But, you know, it's what I remember. And, of course, you know, when you're a kid and you have parents or step-parents you're not always going to get along. Well, in my case, my step-parents and I never got along. Of course, maybe back in Russia, I was sweet. But, you know, when you go to a different country and you have to jump straight into school, move houses a lot, make friends, you know, and adjust really fast, you know, within like two weeks, it's not the easiest thing. And anyone, you know, can admit that, honestly. And so I just kept to myself and we moved houses a lot. And, you know, I didn't really have the best understanding of making friends, you know. And I was trying to adjust to everything and it was still difficult at times, you know. And I still had that feeling that, like, I wasn't going to stay. Like, I was going to leave or go back to Russia. Um, and especially after, like, being shouted at that and being told, oh, I'll take you back to Russia. No one can save you or whatever. I felt so sad. I felt so sad. I could remember myself crying and, you know, I just, I didn't know how to take that. And so moving houses a lot, it was, I don't remember much of it, but we kind of moved like a bit down the street from where our original house was, but it was our new one that we moved to was like on a nice cliff top and everything. And that is where a majority of my childhood and like little intermediate years were. Um, yeah. And, you know, I've had a horrible time with my step parents growing up. And like, like I have no grudge against them, you know, it's just that I think if some like, some people are good parents, but then some people think, you know, adopting a kid is so easy, you know, but it's like, it's really not as easy as it seems. And I don't really remember much growing up in my new house on the clifftops, but, um, you know, like, I don't really go back into much depth of it because like it does kind of make me feel sorry for myself and like you know if I had to go back to the past in a time travel machine I would just like hug my smaller version of me and be like you know it's okay you know don't need to cry you're okay and again with crying you know when you adopt a kid from another country you know it's hard to adjust as I said previously right well, you know, it has a bigger impact with their emotions as well because, you know, like, I've had horrible experiences growing up with my step-parents and 
the one thing my stepmom did not like me was me crying a lot. She hated me crying and getting upset over everything. And by this point, I felt more safer at school with my friends because, you know, I could tell them anything and feel safe as to coming home and, you know, seeing a different version of how I should be treated. And that was, like, really tough. And when I was a kid, uh, Barbie dolls, I played with Barbie dolls a lot. And they were my only, they were my only you know, like, how, how would I describe it? Like, Barbie dolls were, like, my little safe haven at the time, and, you know, when I got shouted at by my stepmom, I would always go back into my room, play with my Barbie dolls, and I would pretend that the Barbie dolls were my, you know, mother, and, you know, that, the Barbie doll would be like, oh, you look so beautiful today, you know, I love you, you're a great person, you know, after being shouted like crap 20 minutes ago, whatever, and, you know, I just, uh, I tried to make another better version of a parent through my toys, because I didn't like the way my stepmom, you know, was treating me, and of course, you know, as a little kid standing up to myself, you know, that was not valid, you know, and as as well as, you know, when you're young and, you know, parents will be like, well, I'm the authorities, yada, yada. And I guess, like, you know, when you grow up in a family, see, I was the middle child. And any middle child would understand that we get picked on the most. Any middle child gets picked on gets ignored, gets, you know, mistreated the most. And, you know, I've met tons of people who are not only adopted, but who are the middle child, who have been mistreated, taken for granted, used, abused, you know, manipulated, all that horrible stuff. And so it's like, you know, I understand any middle child, any adopted child even. And it sucks. It really sucks, you know. you feel sorry for yourself and you know sometimes looking back you just kind of want to like cry but it's like look at where you are now you know you made it you made it out alive woo and you know growing up to be the middle child I feel like I did get picked on the most and you know my stepmom she, you know, shouted on me the most and took her anger out on me the most compared to my older brother and my younger sister, you know. And I don't understand why, you know. I I felt like Cinderella because it's like, you know, you have the two stepsisters and then Cinderella and it's like, I've always felt like Cinderella, you know, the stepmom takes the anger and makes Cinderella do all the stuff. Well, that's how I felt, And, I mean, if you put me through a lie detector, it's like, of course I'd be telling the truth. You know, like, put me through a lie detector. I'd be like, yes, that happened. Yes, this happened. Yes, you know. It would be like, yep, she's telling the truth. So, hmm. And, you know, it really had an impact on me being taken out with anger compared to my other siblings and treated differently. And like I said, you know, I felt more safe at school with my friends than 
at home. And growing up, you know, uh, I did get along the most uh, with my brother. Um, shout out to my brother. Love you, bro. Booyah. Uh, we're still on cont. We're still um, good, like good acquaintances and um yeah we're in touch and everything and he's like the only birth family that I have so if he gets taken away from me um you know that just sucks so I did try and like get along with my real brother growing up and you know we we hardly fight actually my brother and I hardly disagree or anything we do have our differences but we respect it you know like he has his differences he's really smart on politics and I don't understand a damn thing about politics you know and he can fill me in with that information so I, I really love it and I have my differences you know I'm building a life on social media and he he doesn't really do that but you know he accepts it and he respects it. So, you know, we both have our differences, but we respect it, if you can understand. And with my youngest sister, um, well, she has her own story, but, you know, we did get along in my childhood. Sorry, guys. All this talking is, like, making my throat dry. My youngest sister, you know, she does have her own story and everything. And, yeah, like, you know, that's a totally different story. But I don't want to include completely everyone into this podcast because I just want to do it snippets by snippets. Um, But... My youngest sister and I, we did play together with Barbie dolls, and we did get along, but she was more of a mommy's type of girl, so you can imagine that. Um, I was quite independent as a kid. I didn't, you know, when you don't get along with your step parents or parents at all, you kind of drift towards being on your own and relying on your own and being independent, and that's why I've grown up to become independent so much. I've never asked my parents for money my state parents for money. I've never, you know, um, I just, I never really like to rely on them or ask for anything because it's one of those situations where you ask them, but you know, what you owe to them in return is a lot more than what you asked for in the first place. And so I know, I knew it was going to be like that, you know, So, the myths about, like, being adopted, I know the famous movie Twilight where the Cullens are all vampires and they're adopted. I mean, that's one side to see of things, Um, you know, like, ooh, wow, adopted people, you know. I like how they have their own little backstory and they have their own little thing going in, like, going on um, in the family. Like, you have Alice and Jasper and then you have Rosalie and Emmett, um... You know, and they come from all different places, but yet they're kind of still in their own respectable bubble, which I like that. But honestly, being adopted is like a completely different thing these days, Um, you know. And I think people, when you hear the word adopted, um, 
you kind of think, wow, adopted kids get hated on or made fun of or no one, you know, understands them. I mean, you know, I can't really say it happens, but, you know, like a lot of kids and adults who are adopted, you know, you really feel a sense of being different from society. Like everyone follows society, go get married, go have kids or you know, like, do this and do that, but with a lot of adoptive people, we don't feel like that, you know, we can't really relate to a lot of people on some level, um, especially with relationships, and, you know, like, just, you know, relying on people, because, like, we become independent at a young age, and so when we grow up to go into relationships, it's, like, it can be, like, difficult to open up, or, you know, sometimes we have the uh, mindset of, you know, being abandoned because of, you know, our birth parents. Um, I don't feel like that. So I, I don't feel like I'm ever being abandoned, but abandoned. But I do, you know, get a sense like there's got to be someone in my life to fill up some little, you know, distraction or boredom in a way um I mean I have no hate towards my birth parents I hold no grudge you know and you know everyone makes history in different ways um you know so no hate and yeah and I love that movie The Orphan if anyone has seen it um I love that because when I first watched that I was like are you are you really you're using a Russian like a Russian kid so I find that quite funny but um no not no adoption no adopted kid is ever evil like majority of us are like so sweet and like so caring we put our you know um others before ourselves so we're not evil like the movie the orphan so you know, I just want to put that out there because I literally get so many people like, oh, what do you think of Orphan, you know, and I'm just like, it's a movie, it's great, but, you know, it, I, I find it quite disturbing, um, The Orphan, it's disturbing, I just, you know, it's, it's interesting, but it's disturbing because, you know, it's like, ugh, like, ugh. So, how it feels being adopted, um, Honestly, it kind of feels like that little patch of growing up in Russia to, like, you know, going to a private school, moving in. It's like a little patch of, like, plaster has covered it. So I don't really feel any, like, hole in my heart or sadness or depression from it. Like, not at all, you know. And I want to use my backstory and everything I've gone through as, you know, inspiration for everyone, you know, so when you're having a bad day, you can be like, well, you know, she's been through worse, you know, yada, yada, um, yeah, and, you know, I, I'm still independent, um, I have a positive mindset on life, you know, and, 
you know, I remind my brother that, you know, like, we're both family, you know, him and I are just the only family left in this country, and, you know, if, like, I don't have him, I don't have my family, and if he doesn't have me, he doesn't have, like, family or my family and stuff, but you get the idea, um, so, yeah, but my brother is the one that, you know, I keep in touch the most, and, you know, I love talking to him, and, you know, like, we hardly ever, ever, ever fight, we'll have disagreements, but, you know, we will apologize to each other, like, we're quite civil, and, like, respectable, um, yeah, and, like, we understand each other on a mental level, so when one of us is annoyed or bored, we, like, I'll get that, or he'll get that and understand it, like, you know, it's, like, it's, like, the whole twin, the twin, um, mind reading thing, it's, like, that, but with a like, my brother and I, so it's like, we'll have that type of thing as well. <laughs> uh, my outlook on life, pretty positive. Um, I definitely look out on life in a positive manner of living life to the fullest, um, inspiring others, literally, you know, doing as much as you can, and anyone who is listening, I'm a big fan of Sam and Colby, so that just makes it 10 times better, (laughs) and, you know, like, honestly, and I, I really want to use my backstory and my history about, like, inspiring others, and to, you know, be like, I've gone through hell, I've gone to you know, rock bottom, but, you know, look, you know, if I can get out, then so can you, you know, like, honestly. Um, my parents and friends, well, my parents, um, you know, I don't really, my step-parents, I don't really see them anymore. Um, like I said, never got along, so that's, like, another story to tell for another day, but, with my friends, um, I made a ton of friends, you know, over the years, a lot of them, I still, like, talk to them here and there, um, but, you know, like I said, um, majority of them have birth parents, you know, and not a lot of them are adopted, so, like, you know, the mindset level of things, sometimes they won't understand what, I'm going through, but I won't understand what they're going through because, you know, I've was raised and born a different way from my friends that were raised and born from their actual parents, you know, and in a loving, caring, nurturing household versus a chaotic, narcissistically abusive, emotionally, psychologically abusive household, you know, especially as a kid when you're five, six, seven, eight. You should not be doing that to your kids at all. That's just, like, abuse. Like, that is abuse, honestly. And I don't want to start going on with victims of abuse, whatever. Like, I'm not here to tell that story. I'm here to tell my adopted story. Have I been impacted from any trauma or, you know losing my birth parents and the relationship with my step parents good question um 
I don't feel like I'm impacted from the trauma, like growing up as a kid to my teenage and adult years, young adult years. I feel like I have been quite emotional in that time. But, you know, when you look back and you understand the psychological views and the logic behind it, you kind of say, well, you know, there's no need to cry about it because, you know, it wasn't a good time. And, you know, that's not what you should do to a child, you know, and it's just wrong. It's wrong to shout at a six-year-old or threaten them at a young age. You know, you should not be doing that. It's wrong. And I've seen like counselors and I see a psychiatrist as well on the side for everything. Um, And I'm still healing from everything. Like I'm going to see it and go through everything and do shadow work about my past and upbringing because, you know, the last thing I want to do is, like, just still feel that nagging voice from my step-parents into my 20s or 30s or 40s. You know, that's not something I want to have. Um, impacts from losing parents, you know, do I feel sad? Have I cried about it? Well, you know, I found out the whole files about my past when I was 19, and you know, it it made me cry for like two weeks about my parents, you know, but I'm kind of over that stage. And, um, you know, I've accepted the fact that they did what they did. Uh, you know, they had their own history. They lived up to history, you know, um, I, I don't hate them. I don't hold a grudge. I don't deceive them or whatever. Like I do not. I, I love my birth parents, you know, whether they did good, bad, or ugly stuff, you know, it's like, they were still proving, like, physical, like, they were still proving, like, physically that they wanted to be good parents, um, especially my dad, you know, he really tried to change my birth mom into becoming a really amazing mom, and my dad, you know, when I was, um, three years old before my dad passed away, he literally said, it's written in the port report, um, you know, my dad was like, oh, little Tanya, she has great potential in life, and, um, you know, reading that when I was 19, I was like, my dad actually believed I had great potential before, you know, I grew up, or before he even saw, you know, who I was and everything. So I find that really inspiring. Like my birth parents inspire me in different ways. My mom on my beauty and looking after myself and my health and my dad on inspiring others, becoming motivated, working hard, doing tons of stuff, learning new things and, you know, expanding on in life you know, whether that be with YouTube, podcasts, writing books, anything. He was a smart man. So, yeah. And impacts from step-parents or, you know, a bad relationship with my step-parents. Uh, you know, it comes and goes, but, you know, I don't hate my step-parents. Like, I understand their mindset and how it works and... You know, like I said, you got to look at the logic and psychological impacts of it, which, you know, I have over the years. 
but you know like I really want to get like mentally like I want to heal myself from everything from my step parents because like I still feel like I have like a bit of trauma with everything I do nowadays cuz I can't you know I can't let my hair grow out without nagging in my mind being like oh my gosh your hair looks horrible you know it looks dirty and everything and or like grocery shopping as well like oh my gosh you know should you put it this way on the checkout or you know you're supposed to do it that way you know growing up the views and opinions that my step parents have had or stepmom um it does still play into the back of my mind with anything I do um and I'm trying to drown it out and so it's like I feel like that's the major impact that I have but you know I'm trying to learn and teach myself like what you're doing is normal don't listen to the voice behind your head you know like don't listen to that so I just like I really want to you know heal myself from it all and you know just really understand myself and get in touch with like within me finding who I am truly and growing up in that household you know I've always felt like I've needed to act look um say things a certain way to please my stepmom and you know it takes a mental impact on you um especially when you grow up as an adult and it's really impacted me because after that whole, you know, so many years of acting, dressing up, doing my hair, doing my makeup a certain way to please my family and my stepmom, you know, it's like I've never found the time or the energy to look within myself and find out who I am as a person, um, you know, my uh, well-being, uh, the way I think, you know, my opinions, it's all being like shaped and formed from the childhood impacts and relationships from my step family and it's you know it's really had a huge impact and I just want to find who I am and I feel like I'm slowly doing that you know in a way and like sharing my story and like doing projects and like you know doing what I feel comfortable in you know, so, yeah, but, you know, other than, other than that, I make sure to continue living life to fullest, you know, having the positive outlook on life, and, you know, just, like, enjoying every aspect of it, you know, good or bad, and, you know, I make sure that the pros outweigh the cons, and every negative like scenario that I get into I always look for the positive out of it you know so yeah but that is all for my adoption story I will be sure to come back with it uh in more depth and everything maybe relationships maybe you know like high school primary school intermediate I'm not too sure but I hope you guys enjoyed the story. <laughs> uh, one few question. 
can I still speak Russian a little bit? Um, I've lost it growing up just due to my state parents, um, you know, and you guys might be wondering why they didn't teach me. Well, um, I don't know. I think it just really pissed them off that I could, you know, like I wasn't speaking English and I, I do feel sad that I didn't learn it. But, um, you know, I am, I am relearning it now. So I know a majority of it, but I'm not fluent in it. So, but I hope you guys love this episode. Uh, be sure to check me out on Instagram, YouTube, my blog and gaming channel, and of course my podcast. Um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Have a fabulous day, whatever you're doing tonight, tomorrow morning, this evening, this afternoon, whatever you're doing, enjoy it. And I will catch you later. Bye.